Hey, what's going on, everyone? What is cooking? This is scriptwriter Steve. You reach my podcast, Barbecue to Movies. Well, today is April 15th, 2022. It is currently 1 o'clock a.m. in the morning on a Friday morning. Of course, this podcast is not for April 15th. It's for April 14th. And what happened on April 14th? Well, uh, our mayor, he got COVID. He's quadruple vax and he got COVID. Those vaccines really, really, really work, don't they? <laughs> what a loser. No, but my podcast today is not about that loser. I'm not going to talk politics today. I am going to be talking with the Gavin Sugai. So you're probably wondering, who the hell, Steve, is Gavin Sugai? Well, Gavin Sugai, if you don't live in Hawaii, you probably don't know who he is, especially for my audience over there in Iran. All six of you out there probably have no idea who Gavin Sugai is. So Gavin Sugai, I would say, is um, Hawaii's local version of Joe Rogan. So what does he do? Well, this is a dude who's been podcasting for a long time. And even when podcasting wasn't too popular. Now, it seems like everyone and their mother uh, has a podcast these days because it's so easy to put your opinion out there via cell phone, like how I'm doing right now. Uh, But Gavin has been doing this for a long time. um, And uh, I got to learn more about Gavin Sugai uh, through this uh, interview, which I conducted just earlier today over at my house. And I tell you what. We didn't follow any format. I don't really follow much formats with my podcast because I just want, you know, my real opinion to come out there. I don't want it to be scripted. I wanted to just have a conversation with you and I just really wanted to flow off my tongue as though I'm talking to you. And that's why sometimes I, you know, real conversations. I mean, I'm talking about dialogue here. It's like, you know, you stammer, you stutter, you re-edit yourself while you're talking uh, because that's what real conversation sounds like. And when you write dialogue, if you're a screenwriter, when you write dialogue, you have to write dialogue like that because <laughs> there's very few people out there in the world who speak perfectly, all right? So if you ever listen to a podcast and it's just 100% perfect, you know for a fact they freaking edited that thing. So, but if you hear people stuttering and stammering and, and, and choosing the wrong words to say things, then you know it's 100% real. And that's why I don't edit my podcasts whatsoever, I just give it to you on the first take. So if I say the wrong word, I say the wrong word and I'll correct myself right there. And sometimes I won't even correct myself because sometimes, you know, you just got to let it be. You just really just got to let it be. So anyway, uh, Gavin, he's been podcasting for a long time. I met him during COVID during uh, a shoot. Yeah, we, we, uh, my friend, movie guy Keone, he asked for my help during the shoot. And, uh, Gavin, and the shoot was for Gavin and his wife, and actually more for his wife, who is an aspiring actress, an aspiring screenwriter, and she's a huge, like, Star Wars fan, so Keone thought, hey, why don't we just all get together and do this really fun fan fiction Star Wars shoot uh, during the height of COVID, and, you know, movie guy Keone, he works in the movie industry, you know, I used to be in that industry, you know, I used to be a television producer, and, uh, you know, it was a perfect, I guess, mixed match of talent, right? And then on top of that, you know, Gavin has some audio-visual visual background. So, you know, the funny thing about it, I just learned about that today. Yeah, I wish he would have told that to us during the shoot so we could have used him a lot, a lot more. I mean, 
geez, you know, Gavin, speak up sometimes. <laughs> so, but, but anyway, you know, uh, I met him during that shoot and then I found out, wow, you know, this is Gavin Sugai. Now, I knew about him before that because, uh, he, um, again, he's a pretty, I would call his popularity level maybe, he's semi-popular, right? He's, he's much more popular than me, right? I'm only popular with people who need to be married. But out there in the little podcasting world and, you know, through, he, through local politicians, he's known as the podcaster. I mean, he gets to interview politicians on his podcast. <laughs> These politicians would never dare to step in foot in my arena, I tell you that. And, um, but, most of the time, he's interviewing just regular Joes out there who have very inspiring stories to tell. And you know, not everyone can do um, an interview. I mean, you may think you can. You actually may have the talent to do it. But it's a lot more difficult than you think it actually is. Uh, myself, I'm not sure if I'm a great interviewer. I, I know how to get stories out of people, but to, to, you know, to really you know, pull it out of them on camera without making them look like a fool... Uh, without getting to an argument with them, uh, I'm not sure if I'll be that type of interviewer. And that, like a Larry King, you know, Larry King never really argued with his uh, uh, with his guest. I'm probably more like a Tucker Carlson, where I'll just you know give like, like a really funny face to laugh at them and maybe have to apologize to them after the show. <laughs> maybe that's why I don't have a lot of guests on. So Gavin, he come you know Gavin is so cool is that you know I don't have a professional podcasting studio like he has. He has. He has some type of setup over at his house. I mean, he got three camera coverage, video coverage, professional. Um, I think they're either Shure or Sennheiser microphones. I got my cell phone, right? So Gavin agrees to do my podcast. And, you know, it's really cool because he brings his audience to me. And then now I may have, you know, an extra, you know, 10 people who hate me or 100 people who hate me. That's great. You know, you know, I welcome the hate mail, right? <laughs> so, so anyway, you know, so so I get Gavin's uh, audience when they come here. But anyway, so Gavin comes over to my house, and of course, we I have no studio set up. I have my cell phone, and we can't do the recording at my house uh, because I have construction going on. I've been talking about that. My house is being remodeled. So what do we have to do? We have to walk two hundred yards down the street. And we're carrying like, you know, kind of like lawn chairs, right? You know, folding chairs. And uh, actually, we just set everything up there on the sidewalk and we, uh, we do the podcast. So during the podcast, you're going to hear some cars drive by. You're going to hear some people honking because they're saying bye because they're going. They're, my contractors who work on my house are leaving and I'm friends with them too. And, and uh, they, they're just like honking, waving at me. So, uh, you know, you're going to hear all of that. I did not edit any of that out either. And uh, you're going to hear a conversation between, you know, myself and Gavin. And I'm going to touch on all different subjects about, you know, uh, how we got started into podcasting. And we're just going to flow from one subject to the next. And we talked about everything from the NFL, uh, personality types, um, his marriage with Kelsey, uh, everything from that, our opinion on movies, who's the greatest Batman. There's a plethora of great conversation topics in here that I think you'll enjoy. So just listen to it till the end, you know, listen to this while you're taking a shower, listen to this while you're taking a crap, while you're driving on the road. Um, you know, it's really, really good. Trust me. And, uh, maybe I'll have him on more often because he really just has a, such a great opinion to share and he's so easy to talk to. So I'm going to cut to commercial. All of you folks there, don't go anywhere. Don't get COVID like our stupid mayor. But tune in right after I run my little advertisements. 
Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's scriptwriter Steve with a shameless plug for my company, Dream Weddings Hawaii. So, if you want to get married in Hawaii, if you want to get your vows renewed in Hawaii, and if you want some family pictures in Hawaii, make sure you check me out. So, my website is dreamweddingshawaii.com. So, that's dream, weddings with a S, Hawaii spelled out, dot com. Hey, Gavin, thank you so much for like appearing on my podcast. You yeah. are the second guest I've ever had a hair on my really? life. And second guest, so number two. Yeah, well, you didn't pop my cherry. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm okay with um, some sloppy seconds, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but thank you so much. You know, you and I, uh, we met, I guess, through Keone. Mm-hmm. I keep talking about Keone on my podcast. He's never come on? He's never come on yet. He always keeps giving me some type hey, of shout out to Keone, man. Yeah. You need to get on yeah. here, dude. He's known on my podcast as Movie Guy Keone, <laughs> and uh, you know he appeared on your podcast on the way to my house to fix my smoker. He did. Yep. Yeah. And uh, we got to know each other because we worked on a project for your wife, right? Mm-hmm. A Star Wars project, which yeah. has yet to, I guess, come to fruition because it's, it's the lost footage. It's the lost episode. The lost episode. We have no idea what the hell happened. We don't, we don't know where footage is. We don't know. If he still has the footage. <laughs> Completely. But we can't blame Keone on that. Yeah, so. we, we can't. Yeah. He doesn't, because he doesn't know where the, the footage is. No, no, no. He's not there. He has no idea where it is. <laughs> but, um, you know, today's podcast, because I know, you know, I've heard of you before I met you. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if you know about that. Okay. Yeah. You so, did. yeah, okay. I, I heard about your podcast before that, right? Okay. I heard that it's this guy, Gavin, because Keone had to- told me about it, and I actually okay. had looked at it, and I said, wow, this guy's actually very, very talented. Oh, okay. Very <laughs> inspiring. I wanted to be like you, actually. I said, wow, this guy can really, really, he's a really good conversationalist. Oh, thank you. You're really, appreciate really good. You're really talented. <laughs> and then after last week's writer's meeting we had with your, you know, the writer's table with your wife. Was it, was it really just, Wow. It was last week or early week, week and a half wow, ago. Wow, that's true. Yeah. It was, it was last week. Yeah, it was very recent. Oh, yeah. wow. That's and, I was, and I told Keone, I said, I'm completely blown away by this guy, Gavin, here. <laughs> because, um, you know, after we had done my podcast, you just mm-hmm. came over there to my house, and I was talking to you about certain things and certain techniques about writing and everything, yeah. and you took it on your own accord to learn those things, uh-huh. and you were able to keep up with us and even contribute more than I thought you would ever would mm. at this writer's table. Mm. So, have you ever like measured your IQ or anything? I mean, were no, you? No, not really. Were I, you a genius back in like high school? No, <laughs> no. Huh? Um, not you know, honestly, not really. I mean, I never really tested myself to be honest. But what, what type of person were you back in like elementary, high school, or college? Okay, so I'd say, like you know, for podcasting, I mean, people know me as Gavin the podcaster these days. Yes. But honestly, I wasn't a very good conversationalist back then. Really? I very. I was. I was really quiet. In Actually, high school, I would say in elementary and junior high. Okay, I was very quiet. I didn't really have. See, high school, I kind of forced myself to mm-hmm. develop an identity, in a way, because you know, I was still kind of fighting myself or what I wanted to do or what I wanted to be. Um, I still didn't know what I wanted to be in high school, honestly. But when I got to high school, I, I was like, it's a clean slate. I can. I can force myself to make friends. I can force myself to do things out of my comfort zone. And that's exactly what I did. And um, from there, I guess I developed, I mean, it's like repetition. So like I get used to, used to that kind of, that kind of mentality. But then 
I think um, I still have my quirks where I get like really quiet, but I mean that's a good thing, you know, because it's, it's not a bad thing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good just, because then I can listen and yeah, you know, observe. It's really just who you are. So, mm-hmm. you know, so you're kind of quiet up to junior, mm-hmm. your your junior year. So that's mm-hmm. or junior year. That's or eighth grade. grade. Oh, eighth grade. Oh, eighth yeah, grade. Okay, eighth grade. Eighth grade. Eighth yeah. grade. So once you once you uh, I guess got into high school, you kind of just I. I guess matured all of a sudden, or just decided, you know, you're, yeah. you're gonna be a social butterfly. I mean, were you were you popular back in high school? I I don't know. I guess people say. I mean, I still see a lot of people around, and, yeah. and, and then my cousins and say like, oh, you know, everybody in like Windward Side or even in yeah. town, you know, people in town. I'm like, okay, I guess I do, but you know, um, I just made it upon myself to network and 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 get out there because you know, people are not you're not gonna learn if you don't put yourself out mm. there you know and, and challenge yourself so i just thought about challenging myself to now you to are out of that you are the host of your own podcast it's mm-hmm. called um it's called kampai sugai right yeah my kampai right on my hat okay <laughs> question for you okay, okay. i learned i just learned about this on the food network okay was the food network no no the history channel okay on the food that built america mm-hmm. now do you know why because I, I know that there's a thing that um, after at the end of your your entire podcast you mm-hmm. clink glasses, yeah, and you say kompai and yeah. all that, right? Mm-hmm. Now, do you know why people clinked glasses back then in the day? No, I, I don't know. I never I never. What is the what is a superstition or what is the reason for it? You have no idea. No, I, don't, I have no idea. Okay, well, back in the olden days, um, I guess they were very uh, they were scared that people were actually poisoning each other. With their with their alcohol, oh, okay. so they would clink glasses, and then their beer would pop into the other person. So when they would do this, and it would the the beer would mix, you would know for a fact if you didn't toast mm. and all that, then you weren't going to poison me. So mm. we just sit down and have a beer. Mm. That's the entire reason. So it's like a trust thing. It's a trust thing. So that's oh, why they, they, okay. they toast before they they, they drink they it. They downed it. Yep, they downed it. Yeah, that was the entire reason why. But you were supposed to mm. clink it to, to the point where your alcohol would go into your. I guess you're, you're the next person's oh, alcohol. Okay. That's the reason why. That's what they fill it up there and they do, oh, that's they do that. Neat. Yeah, isn't that pretty interesting? That is. That's really cool. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I saved that for you. <laughs> I just found that out like a couple of days ago. I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, that's good. Yeah. Know? So that's the, the the tradition, though. I'm not to say to do it to, to do it on your podcast. It'd be kind of like you know, your little shot glasses. Wouldn't work. <laughs> if, I, if I hit it too hard, yeah. then your the probably, glasses might break. <laughs> yeah. But that was the entire reason why they did it. Now, mm. now, so for your podcast, um, when did you start this whole entire thing? Okay, so back in 2018, actually, that's when I started, but back in 2017, uh, before August 2017, I got hurt on the job. I actually, I broke my leg. Oh. I used to work at Winter Community College as an audiovisual technician, oh. um, which is funny because people know me as Gavin the Accountant today, but I used to work as an audiovisual technician, and I did a lot of sound work with uh, different bands and stuff like that, you know, when they come by, but I also mm-hmm. did like... Uh, audiovisual like mounting TVs and a lot of different stuff at at the school. So like the projectors, if you go there, I probably mounted one or two, wow. actually all of them. Uh, wow. And um, you know, so I did a lot of maintenance there and everything. And what happened was I got hurt on the job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I fell off a shipping truck because we had a, a shipment come in, and I told all my guys to stay home. I didn't want them to come in. I was like, ah, you know, it's a chill day. It's summer. You know, I want you guys to chill before uh, we had. Uh, commencement and we had to set up all the rooms the next week so i just told them you know take a break this week and um we we were installing these 90 inch flat screen tvs i mean if you those were the old plasma 
the TVs. They're real the, heavy back these then. These were LEDs. Oh, LEDs, okay. But, I mean, they're expensive. They're still heavy, yeah. Yeah, they were, they were 5000 each. $5,000 oh, each. And um, heavy TVs still. But, you know, the, the, the guy that came... Uh, he it was by himself. I actually requested that he bring someone to help him carry these TVs out and to bring a pallet jack and to bring a bigger truck and to do it himself, you know. And then when he came, um, it was just him. Uh, and uh, and then I was asked to, to help him, you know, and it was it was rough, but I, I, I helped him. And then what happened was I fell off and I broke my leg. Right. Was it a compound fracture? It was... Uh, Nothing stuck out. Okay. So it was, it was, but my my leg was dangling, so I broke my. Um, oh. See, I, get, I always get this wrong. Tibia and fibula. I don't. Or yeah, tibia. Or is it fibia and tibula? See, I always get the two mixed up with yeah, the F and the T. I, I think I think tibula is like like one of them. Like that. I think fibula is in the arm. I think is it fibula in the, the arm? Fibula in the arm. I don't, I don't know. I have no yeah. idea. But, it, but I used to like know that. it back in like high school. Uh. Yeah, I, I completely don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah, it's, it's the one on the leg. Yeah. So those those two bones, and I actually saw the the X rays. One of the the bones was like floating inside my leg. Oh, so it was it was a bad uh, fracture. I had emergency surgery the next day, and this was like all in the morning. So it was, um, so it was it was it was shocking for me. But I you know I was I was pretty calm. I was surprisingly calm about it. It was I was at peace because I was thinking, okay, I just have to worry about getting better. And um, so I got surgery, and then. It took me like a whole year to recover and to take out my surgical rod. Um, but through that year, I actually thought about podcasting because it was something like, okay, I don't think I can do my old career anymore. Um, so I, I, I'm going to go back into accounting because I was studying accounting back then. I used to tutor accounting students while I was an audiovisual technician. And I decided like, hey, you know, I, I have this audiovisual background you know, I love talking story with people. Why not just do a talk story podcast? And that was the the old show and yep. what I started. And so I said, okay, when I get better, I'm gonna start talk story podcast uh, with with Gavin Sagai. Maybe like the same month or around the time is like my birthday. So I started in October 2018, and then I from there on I just kept it going. But now it's Kampai Sagai, which is completely different, new logo. Yep. But it, it's actually the same color scheme. I no, use but it's great though. I mean, the the production value is incredible. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> when I went over to your place, I was like, oh my god! There's like you know, you got really high end cameras, mm, you got really you. good audio, <laughs> we got good microphones, you got mm -hmm. the lighting there, and mm -hmm. I mean, I, I mean, to me, even Keone was saying, man. There's a studio in this in, in Gavin's house over here. <laughs> it's an actual studio. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, thank you. And and it's a set. It's a really nice set in there. Yeah, and uh, I don't think anybody would ever like uh, uh, think it was actually in your house. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird because like you know filming it. I mean, it, it was. It's not exactly what I envisioned. Like mm -hmm. it's pretty close. Yeah. But like it's getting there. But the the set itself. I mean, it's something that I envisioned. Yeah. Because it was um, so that before i thought about doing like a bar setting yeah having like a, a nice diner table in the middle uh -huh. and then and then kind of doing like a joe rogan style yeah with like lounge chairs but then i thought like one day I w what happened was i was working i work from home i sit on the floor actually mm -hmm. and <laughs> i don't know if if people are used to that but i i'm used to just sitting on the floor and then going on a computer all day right and then and then i was like this is what I do on the daily. I could just do like a, you know, Japanese tea ceremony kind of 
uh, environment and then let that be my studio or my set to record in. <clears throat> so from then on, I was like, that's the that's the path I'm going because I've never seen another podcast do it like that. That's really, I mean, and, it is really uh, unique. I mean, it does yeah, feel like you're in a Japanese setting. And, mm. uh, and uh, but you're, you're very good at keeping the conversation going and keep it interesting. You know, uh, the, thank you. I mean, even when you're interviewing, you know, people who are not interesting. You know, so, <laughs> so I'm saying, oh, wow, you know, you, you really, you're really a <laughs> great <you>. conversationalist. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure where all that talent came from. I and mean, you have no training, you know, at all in front of the no, camera. I mean, no. did you take any <laughs> acting class or anything like that? I mean, you, you just up and decided, I want to do this. <laughs> and you just decided that, right? Yeah. So the first podcast you ever did in your life. Yes. Um, can mm-hmm. you describe to me like who appeared on it? Was it just you? So that was um, my wife and I. Okay. We were in our pajamas or whatever. And it, I was like, let's just start the podcast. Let's just start talk about it. And it was funny because that very day I had a UH alert about um, somebody uh, doing some indecent exposure in Kapiolani Community College. What? Wow. What? And, uh, and I was like, yeah, let's talk about this, right? Yeah. And then we, we talked about that. We talked about video games and stuff like that. But uh, it was it was simple for me. Like, it, it just felt natural to just talk story with somebody else. Yeah. And um, and even now, it feels it feels easy for me to do it. I would say back then, when I, it would be a lot harder for me. Did you um, script yourself back then? Or did you just fire from the hip? So... Um, so before I used to have maybe a list of questions and, um, let this guy pass by and I, by the way, we're outside my (laughs) house videoing, you know, know, we're taping outside my house, Mm -hmm. uh, just just to let the audience know. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I, I used to, um, I used to type all my questions out, yeah. but I, I memorized them, so I never I never yeah. really looked at any notes or anything. And I would just free ball it, whatever. Yeah. I, I try to do some research before then because I don't want to look like an idiot, you know, yeah. going on camera. And I don't want to. I want to ask them something meaningful to them, you know, something that they know about, something I want to know about. And yeah, that's that's how. Even so, today I got it to a point where I don't look at any notes. I don't know anything at yep. this point. But I did my research. I try to remember stuff, and then I try to bring it forth. Uh, but before I, I would type it out and then leave my notes on the side and then and then do it. So where can they find your your podcast? Like, how do they find your podcast? So you know, Instagram. I always promote it. I try to promote it, but it's on. Hey. <laughs> It's on uh, YouTube. It's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. One one of the the things I tell people for um, uh, for podcasting is to sign up with a podcasting hosting site because it's so easy to just put it like Anchor. Anchor's one, or yep. there's Buzzsprout. There's also um, oh, I just thought about it the other day. There's one that I just saw that popped up on Facebook and all that. Yeah. yeah I'm on Anchor myself. I mean, are you on Anchor? No, I'm on Buzzsprout. I use yeah, Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout like that. Yeah, there is another one. But, uh, I mean, Anchor, they just shoot me advertisers and everything. So, they, I just have to read their script. No, it's, yeah. it's easy. And then yeah. it's it, it's nice because you put it on there and yeah. they, they separate it to all these different platforms. And yeah. they, they make it super easy, you know. Yeah. So it's, They really do. It's, it's really nice. One day I'll be like you, though, where I'll have a video <laughs> camera. And then, but I don't like the video camera thing for my thing because I like to like mm. you know sometimes do my podcast it's at two o'clock a.m. in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm in my underwear, right? <laughs> so I don't want to do that. So, yeah. By the way, if we're like uh, getting distracted right now, it's because 
We're having a lot of my contractors just like drive right past me. <laughs> and they're all waving by. So I think they're all gone. <laughs> so, <laughs> but anyway, you know, one day I'm hoping to like uh, bring my podcast to a higher level. Mm. Like uh, this podcast right here will actually be part of our barbecue um, truck. Right. Yeah. I, I remember uh, one of your episodes, you were talking about that. Yeah. yeah so I really want to like even, you know, involve you more so in that because you're, you have a, you have yet to taste my barbecue, by the way. That's like, true. <laughs> I, it always, I don't know what it is, but it always eludes me. And then it's, it's crazy. It's like, we'll... you were so close one day. <laughs> you were, I mean, I cooked it for Keone, his, his daughter's birthday. Yeah. And then I had it there and all they had to do was deliver it to there. And yeah. then Ron didn't deliver it to it on time. You guys left before the brisket yeah, came. Yeah, we were gone before the brisket like, came. What's wrong with you guys, man? <laughs> <laughs> and then we've been over your house and you're still... <laughs> well, no, well, you were just, yeah, like what, two weeks ago, yeah. you were over at my house. No, yeah. no, no, last week and we had Korean. Yeah, Korean yakiniku. Yeah, yeah, Korean barbecue. Don't count. Yeah, it don't count. Well, I, I promise, like, within the next couple of weeks or so, we're going to actually cook some barbecue. <laughs> yes, and, and I, you know, you and your wife can come over <laughs> and all that. I mean, it's the only way we can get Keone to come over to do a That's podcast. That's true. <laughs> like that, you know, so. Well, we could trap him. Yeah, we yeah, trap we're going to trap him. Yeah. We're going to trap him like that. Yeah, a lot of people don't have no idea. They have gone on top of your podcast to see how Keone looks like. <laughs> or they've gone to your podcast to see how I look like. So yeah. it's funny because yeah. there's another podcaster that yeah. knows Keone. And he's been trying to get Keone on yeah. for the longest time. He's already at like 100-something episodes. Yeah. And I was like, what? Like, just just tell him. Like, hey, you know, get on the show. But like... I mean, he's a really interesting guy. He is. He's really interesting. Yeah. I mean, I think everyone's interesting. You know, to me, mm -hmm. I think everyone's really, really, really fascinating. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, so let me ask you this. I mean, when I when I first approached you, you know, this is like after the, we did our podcast about mm -hmm. the writing thing and everything like mm -hmm. that. And uh, and just to let you, I mean, I talk about the enneagram a lot on my podcast, mm -hmm. you know, and that's how we decipher things, all that. And then mm -hmm. I, I talked to your wife as well too, and she's like started to started to speak the language of the enneagram. Yeah. <laughs> and, and she's asking me, oh, this politician is that. What do you think of this politician? And you know, uh -huh. classify him with this personality type and uh -huh. all that. I mean, did you take it on your own accord to learn the enneagram because your wife was learning it, or like you know, or did you just say, I want to learn it? On my own. So what's funny yeah. is my my wife would would show me stuff like, yeah. oh, you should check this out. Like personalities, okay, here. Mm -hmm. So I would read it with her, and then I guess I would retain it because it's it's something like, like I guess I look at life that, like that where it's like someone's unbalanced with their balance mm -hmm. in a way, and then and then I'm like, okay, this makes sense. Like if you place them in this category as like someone who's um, a peacekeeper or yeah. someone who's a reformer and are they a balanced or unbalanced reformer you know and then i was like okay a lot of this makes sense to me so i started looking at like my friends and family like that like okay this person's a type oh, nine that's horrible when you do that um, <laughs> yeah. but you know yeah. i never i never took it like yeah. oh you know i gotta avoid this person this, no this no, person's a type four no no but if it becomes very analytical your, your yeah. mind is like thinking in a different way like what are they you're trying to figure them out and all well, that i am an accountant yeah, so, yeah. You know, and then, yeah. <laughs> i mean i, I mean I, I i turned that way back back into like when i was in I think 21 or 22 years old. Okay. I'm always trying to analyze their, their personality. Uh -huh. And I treat everyone a little bit different from each other because mm -hmm. I don't, I know for a fact, like certain, like I will rub people the wrong way. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm a reformer. I'm a very strong personality. Mm -hmm. Now, do you feel that, now just to let the audience know that um, anyone who doesn't know anything about the Enneagram, there's nine types of personality types. I don't want to get into that. Mm -hmm. um, I, I kind of pegged you as a peacekeeper, a type nine. Mm -hmm. um, do you think you're a peacekeeper? I guess I don't know because honestly I don't know where I would place myself. 
Yeah. I wouldn't place myself in a one. I, I think I'm really balanced in a way where I don't feel like I go over the top with something or I don't under underbalance myself or get unbalanced and want to go an opposite way but i feel like i am a peacekeeper in a way to where i you know make sure everybody is i mean a podcaster is someone who is kind of a peacekeeper at times yeah, you know what i mean yeah it is and so yeah i mean for me i'm a I, for my podcast it's just me and myself mm. at night complaining and yelling on my, to my phone <laughs> a lot of times so you can tell i'm a reformer yeah yeah i could talk for like two hours and it, it'll be fine like yeah that, right yeah. you know when people are like oh wow, you have a lot of things to complain about <laughs> that's who i am i'm a mm. you know compulsive complainer but you don't, you're not a compulsive complainer I'm you're, not. You're, you're just like yeah it is the way it is right yeah it is really so so let, let me let me uh kind of um Change the entire topic, so I'm going to kind of do a complete yeah, jump ahead. cut right here. All Let's right. talk about the NFL. Okay. Because we were talking about it on your podcast, and okay. I know we want to go to a different subject, but you and I are big NFL fans. Yeah, we are. Unfortunately, you are <laughs> you are in love with the wrong Pennsylvania team. You know, like screw Pittsburgh. You know, Steelers are. <laughs> You're not an Eagles fan. Steelers yeah. are. Hey, you know, I like Eagles too. One of, right. my, one of my best friends is an Eagles fan. Yeah. I'm a hard Eagles fan. So okay. Like, okay. I do like the Eagles. But when did you like the Steelers? Like, when did it all begin? Did it begin back in high school? Because here in Hawaii, we have mm-hmm. no professional football team, mm-hmm. right? So why the Steelers? So I would say back in high school, I would watch... Um, yeah, I wasn't really interested in football back then. Because it was, it was... I don't know. For some reason, it just didn't click with me yep. until, like, high school. Yeah. But then I remember watching a game. I think it was Steelers versus Chargers. I think Drew Brees was still on the Chargers too. Oh, that's quite a bit. And it was, um, and I just watched the the defensive play. I for some reason defensive plays were like, I just like that. Anal- I guess I was analyzing them. Oh, at, okay, yeah while, yeah, yeah. while they were yeah. playing, and I was like, wow, the schemes that they're doing. Because I, my dad and I would play chess a lot. Mm. So, um, and I, I for some for some reason I just clicked with the Steelers. More and the I defense said, there. More the defense. Yeah. And I was like, this is really interesting. So was Cordell Stewart the quarterback back then, or was that Ben Roethlisberger? I think Ben was were coming in. Okay. Like, that was, like, the year. Maybe that was his rookie year, actually. They went to the, the Super Bowl's rookie year, right? Or the year after I that. I think the I mean, year like, year was, after. Yeah. 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 So you hopped onto the bandwagon of the Steelers just at the right time. I, I right? did. Right? I did. But I, I'm, I'm Steelers through and through. You no. Wins or losses. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I know that. You're, you're yeah. going to be tested right now. I am. But, you know, hey, I have faith in Trubisky. Right? Oh. Oh, really? I got. I have faith in him. Oh, my God. You're, you're such an optimist. <laughs> you're, su- you're such an optimist. Mitchell Trubisky. I'm keeping the peace here. I, I, I'm, I, I'm rooting for Trubisky. He was hor- you played him like I mean the Steelers played Chicago. Yeah, we did. It was a given win. It was a given <laughs> win every single year, right? I mean, did I, you ever lose to the Chicago Bears when no, Trubisky? Didn't. No, no, he didn't. didn't. Right? He didn't. <laughs> it's like, and it's because of Trubisky. Well, we have, we have a di- we have a different defense now, but I mean, yeah. like back then we still had. We, I mean, we had James Harrison. And, you yeah, know, those guys they got, they knew you know veteran players like that. They knew, but Trubisky. In, in his right is a veteran player now. I mean, he has a chance to really. But there's a lot of crappy veteran players out there. I mean, <laughs> okay, what scientific proof do you have that Trubisky will actually lead them to the playoffs? All right. I mean, other than just blind faith. You know what? He had a good touchdown interception ratio. I think before he he was kicked out of uh, out of Chicago, he was actually a decent player. You know, 
<laughs> You're looking at me like, like, what are you talking about? He was, he was decent. He would make some bad throws. I will admit that. He, but Did you I, even fear him at all as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan? <laughs> You're playing Chicago. Like, oh, my God, we're going to face. You have Aaron Rodgers. You know, it's like playing the Detroit Lions. <laughs> right? You know, Chicago is, is, is a defensive first kind yeah. of team, right? And they're kind of a run first kind of team as well. They had Forte, you know what I mean? Yeah. But they didn't build the team around Trubisky, even though they drafted him. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what happened there. They didn't really build their O line or whatever. But that's a problem. Yeah, they never built their O line there. Yeah. I mean, they're horrible. I don't know what they were doing. Yeah, they had that one year. They were they were really really good. Mm-hmm. And then my guy Nick Foles came in there and ruined their entire <laughs> life. Everyone knows my podcast. I'm a Foles sexual. You know like that, Foles, right? Foles sexual. <laughs> you know? Right. All right. Nick Foles is yeah. my guy like yeah. that, right? Nick Foles was supposed to go to go to go to Pittsburgh. And he took Trubisky. Trubisky. Well, did you hear that? That's huh? Pittsburgh. Is planning on getting Baker if if the Browns? Oh, so even they don't believe. Wait, is they don't even believe, right? I don't know? believe in Baker. I'm sorry, uh, I don't ba- believe Baker, in Baker Mayfield. Like that, yeah, he's kind of he kind of went downhill. I'll, I'll take Trubisky, a, a budget Trubisky over yeah. expensive Baker. We well, got him for cheap. Yeah, they yeah. got him for cheap. That's mm-hmm. probably what it was. So I don't like Mason. I used to like Mason Rudolph back in like college. Me too. Like when he was at OSU, he was really good. He, he was good. really good. I said, man, this guy can throw. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, oh, Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. Why don't hey. we talk a little bit about that, what happened to Dwayne Haskins? Yeah. Like, that seems really, like, those circumstances, he was on that um, that highway over mm-hmm. there in Florida, mm-hmm. and he was running across the highway, and then he got hit by a Mack truck, a dump truck. Yeah. I thought it was just a regular truck. It was a Mack truck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, there's some, like, things that, that they were saying that he was, like, um... He was in a car with a distressed woman who was drunk, mm-hmm. and that's and that car had broken down, and that's the reason why he got out of the car. Mm. And then it seemed as though he was waving, trying to wave down cars or something like mm-hmm. that at six in the morning or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's just horrible. Like, yeah, I mean, that, that's really tragic. Mm-hmm. And, and, so young, he was twenty-four, I think. Too. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. really sad. I mean, I don't care. Like, I mean, how how like you know bad of a football player he was. Oh, and all that. <laughs> I mean, he's a really bad football player, and, and he, he had a horrible work ethic. But still, you know, he was great in college, though. He he's an Ohio State guy, right? But he, but he he had some he had some really good moments. He's another him. who's that guy for the Chicago Bears right now? Um, oh, Justin Fields. Justin. He's Fields. another Justin Fields. Oh, Justin Fields sucks. Oh <laughs> my god. It's something about the college to NFL that really, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the the schemes that they play or the the way the teams are built around, but. There's a disconnect with with a lot of these quarterbacks now coming into the NFL. Yo, know, it's it's kind of funny because like I think I always thought that um, university sports mm-hmm. it was a really good really good cross section of like university education mm-hmm. that it would never get people actually prepared for the job that they were going into. Mm-hmm. So say for example, I mean it, it maybe would maybe it would teach you the basics, but then you would have to learn the majority of it, you know, at your job in the real world. Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, <laughs> so, so the same thing applies for football. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these football players, they, don't, they actually don't take the snap underneath the center, which they do like 99% oh, I didn't of know the that. time. Yeah, so like, yeah, a lot of times in college, they're always in shotgun. That is true. They're always running this hey, RPO right. stuff. Right? They, don't, they don't even yeah. huddle. So a lot of these guys, like they, they have no idea how to even call a huddle. Oh, they have yeah. no idea how to do a, a, a hard count. Like, you know, say Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. knows how to do a hard count or everyone, right? Everyone mm-hmm. in pros, they try to get people to jump off sides. Yeah. They don't even know how to say hut. They always clap their hands. Yeah. I mean, simple things like this, that. right? Mm-hmm. And and on what else do they do? They look to the side sidelines for the, for the play. Mm-hmm. They don't do that at all. Mm-hmm. 
and they don't call audibles on the line of scrimmage. They don't mm. call the protection. So, mm-hmm. so now you're seeing this. You know, in, in the NFL, you have to do this because it's so complicated. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to be calling and within 45 seconds. You have to call your protection, audible, do all of these different yeah. types of things, mm-hmm. and they're like, you know, they're getting hit with all this information all at one time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and very few of them can actually succeed, and that's why mm-hmm. you have to sit on the bench for a long time. To observe. To observe. Yeah. And I think they're pushing them way out too too fast mm-hmm. and expecting them to, like, you know, be like the, like a Tom Brady, you know, or anyone like mm-hmm. that, right? And they don't realize that even Tom Brady sat on the bench for, like, one year mm-hmm. before he went. Ben Roethlisberger, I think they threw him out there pretty quick. They, he, they did. But then he wasn't very – well, the first year he actually was pretty good, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, but, he, he made yeah. some bad throws, but, I mean, still – he was, he was pretty good. He though. was pretty good. Yeah. He had good awareness, and then he he had the physical size to. He was kind of built like a tight end, honestly. Yeah. You know, there's something about like really good quarterbacks. I feel that you know they they have this rhythm, this natural rhythm, mm-hmm. uh, when they're playing quarterback, NFL quarterback, like in the NFL, mm-hmm. and that, confidence. They have some kind of confidence. Yeah, level. but it just seems so. Everything is like going really quick. Like the running backs, the mm-hmm. defensive ends are really they're really quick, but they're so slow. Yeah, the quarterback is like they're not the quickest out there, but they're processing information so quick. Mm-hmm. It seems that the game is really slow for them. Mm-hmm. And you look at these other guys, like say, um, what's the guy from Baltimore? What is it? Oh, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. The yeah. game seems too fast for him. Mm-hmm. So it seems like you know someone starts rushing him instead of just stepping up into the pocket just a little, mm-hmm. moving like about five feet, maybe three feet forward. Mm-hmm. He'll just take off and run. Now mm-hmm. he may score a touchdown, but you know. You know, it, it, it's I, like a panic button. It's a panic button. They're yeah. panicking way too quick. Uh-huh. Yeah, way, 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 way too quick. Versus like, um, you know, one one guy that really impressed me is like Justin Herbert. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. The thing, like, what, like guys like him and Burrow, what they have is they have this this confidence level to just chuck it, even if they get an interception. Yeah. I mean, they can just bounce back from it. Yep. Like like Wilson. Wilson's like that. You know. Russell Wilson. If he if he throws a bad throw i mean it doesn't it doesn't affect him as much they just they just keep going with it you know we and, have to disagree with russell wilson <laughs> so what do you think about wilson do you think he's gonna get the broncos to that next level no no okay i agree yeah, i agree with that. I, I don't think he's a good quarterback i what yeah, yeah. I, I think he's a great quarterback but i think they they're missing a couple pieces maybe yeah for in in, in uh, denver in denver i think they're missing a lot of pieces there well, they have, they yeah. have a good receiving core. Yeah. It's just they haven't. I mean, they had Drew Locke before. I mean, Drew Locke is not someone that you build a team around. You know what I they mean? Thought that. It's <laughs> <laughs> John Elway. John Elway has like I think a a reputation of not knowing what type of quarterback to draft. <laughs> For a guy who played quarterback, that's yeah, true. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like yeah. I, I don't understand that, right? And like, well, he he had like Noah, Noah Font was I thought it was a pretty good tight end, honestly. But he he had like other. He had players that other he knew. players, other players. Yeah. But yeah, that's right. I mean, the quarterback, he just he had a trouble figuring that yeah. out for some reason. See, I, I don't think Russell Wilson's that good because, like, even the time when he went to the Super Bowl, mm. that's the Legion of Boom. Yeah, he he had a great All Star defense, yeah. but even the year after, I mean, they still had yeah. the pieces, but it it kind of relied on him. I think if he won that Super Bowl the the year after yeah. against New England. Where he threw the interception and ruined their life. Their life. Yeah, <laughs> when they should have ran the ball, honestly. Yeah. Then I think um, that would have legitimized him even more as a as an elite quarterback. Well, if he would have made that throw, I I think okay, then you would have been an elite quarterback. That's true too. But he threw it directly. To, you know, that guy was sitting on that yeah. Butler, Malcolm Butler. He was sitting yeah. on that route, man. I saw that. It's like, oh, he's sitting on that route right there. Uh-huh. And I say, oh, is he going to throw it? And he threw it. I'm like, oh man, that's not good. 
you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, have you ever played football before by any chance? You know, not really. Just like regular recreational. Regular, regular like that. Like, yeah. So they have a, this um, thing about where we could talk defense, right? Mm-hmm. Where the corner or the safety, they would just sit on a route. That means both mm-hmm. feet are planted. Mm-hmm. And if you see that, they're just they're planted. And you can actually see their eyes. You don't yeah, throw it to them. They're reading. They're reading they're you. Reading you do not throw it that way. And that's exactly what happened to Malcolm Butler. Yeah. He said, oh, you know, he's sitting on the route. Don't throw it that way. Because even if you have a comeback route or anything, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, he's going to get it. And mm-hmm. in the NFL... You know, they're all they're all quick. Mm-hmm. The only difference that you know between that and an arena football person is like a tenth of a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, they ran a four five like that versus you know in arena football versus the NFL they run a four three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A tenth of a second. You know, it's yeah, it's it's interesting because even the game now it's it's advanced to where now they got like Mahomes who's doing like no look passes and stuff like that. Yeah. Or you know, Rogers actually kind of started that. But the thing is like. Like Wilson, I I don't think he's he's made those kind of throws before ever. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? not not at all, not at all. Even with um, even with Seattle, so like, so like now he has to kind of catch up with the game too. But I I think with going back to Wilson with in Denver, I think it's a okay fit. Honestly, Rogers to Denver is a much better fit than. Wilson. So why don't we make a prediction here like that? So do you think they're going to make the playoffs? This I think so. Upcoming year, I think so. Okay, I don't. I don't. What, I don't. What, do you think, what do you think they're... I think 11 and 6. Oh, 11 and 6. Oh, you know, actually, they're 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 up against Nine, a hard guys. 11, wait, they have a lot. Of, they have so many games, right? 11 and 6, right? Yeah. I kept saying, oh, 9 and 6, right? But that, they have okay, way actually, more football games, Actually, right? I take it back. 10. Oh, well. No, they, they, are they playing 17 games this year? They're, they're playing 17. Oh, man. 10, 7, 10, 7 or 11 and 6. I'll, I'll, I'll lean towards 11 and 6. 11 and 6? Yeah. I think Wilson's that good. I think they're only going to get 9 wins. So so eight nine win. and eight eight or nine wins eight or nine wins nine I, and I eight. just I just say eight, eight or nine wins okay yeah. I mean that's still f- yeah. pretty fair honestly yeah. I think it's eight or, eight or nine wins mm-hmm. um, that AFC area is pretty stacked though you yeah I, mean? I don't think they're gonna make it to the play I I don't think they'll make it deep into the playoffs if they do make it but no, I, I they'll just, lose the first round yeah something <laughs> like that, the wild card round they're gonna yeah. lose to a, or they'll be the wild card team right yeah yeah I mean the AFC like I, I'm not sure like they're just loaded with talent yeah. Like the NFC is like so like, like they just have Brady. It feels like yeah, they got Brady, they got Rogers. But I mean, Rogers is, I mean, Rogers is going to be tested too because now he's going to be playing without Adams. Oh yeah, you know, but I mean, he he's used to playing with with guys like that. I mean, Liz, was it Alan Lazard or you know the, he has yeah. like, um, I mean he has like Aaron Jones and stuff yeah. like that. So so he he still has some good players. It's just. People thought like Adams was like this best court, best wide receiver in the league. Yeah, I don't agree with that. But so, who do you think is the best wide receiver in the league? I keep hearing that. I don't agree with that either. That's a hard one because I think Cup is really good. Yeah, I thought Cup was like he, he was pretty dominant. He's pretty in that, dominant in that uh, Super Bowl. And the the fact that see it's hard because I want to say Cup, but I feel like there's someone better. Yeah. But but Cup really proved himself because I mean Matthew Stafford has his quarterback yep. right which honestly i said you know stafford was really well i didn't think he was actually gonna win the super bowl this year yeah but i did predict that the rams were gonna win they're, they were going to so at the beginning of the season i i always say i always put this thing out in facebook i go okay steelers steelers and another team right <laughs> i put steelers and rams yeah because I, th- I thought okay they put all their money into the rams and then if you look at their defense and their offense 
guarantee they're gonna they're gonna make it to the Super Bowl. Well, yeah, I mean they're stacked. They're I mean, stacked. They, they literally bought that team right there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they, they <laughs> yeah. bought. I mean, I mean, who was not? I, I don't know anybody on that that roster who was not an All Star. Mm-hmm. I mean, that the whole like you know twenty two. Right? Yeah, twenty-two starters can go to the Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. It seems like you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had everyone: Jalen Ramsey, you mm-hmm. know, all those things. Aaron was, Donald, Aaron Donald, everyone. Yeah, I mean, even the running backs, right? They were all it's like really pretty good, you know. Yeah, like that, right. So, and then then they, they get OBJ. It's like, are you kidding me? You have OBJ there. OBJ was was interesting because he wasn't someone that I thought was really good, honestly. From the very beginning. From the very beginning. From back when he was in the Giants. I didn't think he was that good. Yeah. Oh, really? I thought he made that one spectacular catch. I think that that was that one catch, but I didn't think he was elite. Yeah, he, he drops a lot of balls. He does. He drops a lot. He doesn't yeah. run really good routes. He doesn't. And he's not that fast. People think he's fast. He's yeah, not that he's fast. He's not that fast. He's not a burner. He doesn't run, run. He drops so many easy balls. In my opinion, he's a good wide receiver, too. Yeah, he's really good on Instagram. he's really good at social media Uh i think think that's about it (laughs) right but um yeah he's not a game that you could you could surround and say like okay this is like our top receiver like that he's a wide receiver too now antonio brown i i honestly when antonio brown was playing steelers or even even Tampa, i still think antonio brown's the best I think he's. I I do think he's a really. I think he's one of the best receivers. Although I have to agree with you with that. When he was playing, and even before he threw a temper Mm -hmm. tantrum in there, I thought he was one of the best receivers in the NFL. His route running was was superb. Oh yeah, number one. Number one. Number one. He's so fast. He was super fast. Super fast. The only person who I would think would maybe be better than him is Tyreek Hill. Oh, okay. So Tyreek Hill, yeah. like, you know, how do you cover this the guy? Because he's like, mm-hmm. he runs these really crisp routes, and then he's so fast. But yeah, there was that one game he had like two hundred something yards in the in the first quarter. Yeah, I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was that was. But incredible. he's gonna be tested now. Yeah, yeah. Because now he has what he's on he's on the Dolphins, so he has Tua. Tua is his, his QB now. Okay, so now. Why don't we change the subject here a little bit? We're still okay. talking about football. Okay. We're, we're going to keep on football. Okay. 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 Let's talk about our local quarterbacks. <laughs> okay. 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 Let's let's talk about Tua. Okay. What is your opinion on Tua? Tua. Oh, I'm so sorry to say this, but Tua is not a good quarterback. Okay. I, I agree. I don't. I, I don't, agree. I don't like the way he. He feels really timid when he's throwing he looks nervous back he there. looks really nervous yeah. and he's he's throwing all these he can throw short passes yeah that so what i was thinking like with tyree kill tyreek's gonna have to adjust and just be catching some short mm-hmm. short passes the whole the whole time that he's in yeah i mean he got paid so hey props the props the hill but i mean you're not gonna get a lot of production out I mean, of you, you get tua like one second that's how long it takes him to go run 40 yards yeah. down there, right? <laughs> yeah. And then if Tua's not look, if he's not the first read, he can't throw it to him anyway. Yeah. He's, he's exactly. covered because he's out the, he's out of the reach of Tua's, like, arm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Which yeah. is sad because I, th- I think Tua did pretty well in college. Yeah. But, I mean, he was surrounded by all-star players, too. Yeah, so, I know he was in so, Alabama, right? Yeah. So, yeah. but the thing about Tua, you know, I, th- I think there's, there's, some fundamental things he has to work through to to be a really good quarterback. Now, transitioning to Mariota. Okay, Mariota. I think Mariota is a better quarterback than Tua. Oh, yeah. He's with the Falcons now. He's with the Falcons. Yeah. Honestly, Mariota has, I, I think, some things he might have to work on to get to that elite level, but I think he's a great quarterback. 
I think he has yet to prove himself. I like yeah. um, the only time I thought he played really, really good mm-hmm. was when he, we took over for David Carr in that one game oh, yeah. the Raiders. And I said, <laughs> yeah. holy smokes. <laughs> like, John, he should play for the Raiders. And like, John yeah. Gruden did something to the way he's playing because mm-hmm. he looked great in that game. Yeah. I mean, that was incredible. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if I wish John Gruden was still, you know, the coach back then, but mm-hmm. then, and then he, he fixed what was going on with Mariota because mm-hmm. I think he's very coachable. Yeah. He's very, very coachable. Um, now, let's see, we have some other, like, quarterbacks, too, like, that, that came out of – we had a Colt Brennan and everything like that. <laughs> Colt Brennan, okay. Remember the NFL, though, mm-hmm. right? But he, he was horrible in the NFL. Uh, he was. You know, he, I think for, Washington drafted him in the fifth or sixth round. So he's one of the, so like I was saying earlier about college quarterbacks going to the NFL and yeah. not really transitioning well. I think that Georgia game really destroyed him. I feel so bad for him though. Yeah, I felt really bad for him. Yeah. But I think that Georgia game just really turned his his whole career around because yeah. from that game he wasn't he wasn't the same. Yeah, I mean, I think it knocked the confidence out of him. Yeah. Because he came in there so confident mm-hmm. in there. I mean, I actually went to that game. Mm. I mean, I, it, you know, it's the first I think the only time we'll ever go to, like, a, you know, the Sugar Bowl. Yeah. I don't think we're Conference ever going to go game. back there again. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I am not a fan of University of Hawaii football. It's <laughs> yeah. so boring. Do you watch it at all? No, I yeah, don't. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. But I, but I went to some of the games, you know, during that, that season. Oh, was that awesome? Yeah, it was great being in those the stadium, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it, it is so, yeah, it was so great. Like, I was on the, um, I, I was eight rows up, so we were season ticket holders. Oh, okay. We were, we suffered through some really bad years and all that. <laughs> so, so now we were going to games that were sold out, mm-hmm. and it felt as though the, though the Aloha Stadium was going to, like, you know, shake to the ground. Yeah. It, felt, it had that BCS type of feeling, that, mm-hmm. or like, you know, the SEC type mm-hmm, of feeling yep. in there, mm-hmm. where everyone just, you know, after the, you win the game, everyone just charged onto the field and everything. Yeah. And, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Wow, we have this in Hawaii," and then all of a sudden, it disappeared. Yeah, it was horrible. It was after, yeah, it was after that that year, I think. Yeah, honestly, that Sugar Bowl year, and then from then on, I I never seen that same excitement. So, so Hawaii at now is being looked at, I guess, in the um, it, I guess in the whole college football arena as the quarterback, I guess, hub. Like for, really? for upcoming, yeah. So we have a lot of we have a lot of we have a lot of uh, local boys and all that okay. going up to the, I guess, big name colleges okay. to play mm. college ball mm-hmm. and to start. In fact, mm. mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, and they, they may not play in the NFL, but a lot of colleges are looking at them. You know, they're coming from like Waianae, um, uh, what is oh, it, Kahuku, okay. the Red Raiders, and over you know mm-hmm. over in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of St. Louis quarterbacks who came out of there. I think Mariota mm-hmm. came out of St. Louis. Yes, mm-hmm. Tua came out of St. Louis, mm-hmm. and I think um, Wotilia, Tua's brother, right, yeah. was actually at St. Louis at that time. You know, that, so. He's probably a better quarterback, honestly. Dick Tilly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 to be honest. <laughs> I well, it'll be funny. I mean, I, I wonder. <sighs> he's not as good as Mariota, but he's, yeah, he, yeah. he'd probably be better. <laughs> I, I hope some of them succeed, you know. Yeah. I mean, do we have any, like, uh, local player, like, who has succeeded to that level? Has, I mean, Onogo was one really good one. I'm trying to think one. Sam Satele. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if, because um, he was on the Raiders yeah. at one point. I'm trying to remember if he kind of became. He was an elite player, but I, like in terms of like quarterback or running back and stuff, I don't yeah. think we had someone. We had like John Ursua, yeah. who, who plays for. Um, I don't know if he's still in Seattle, but he he was he was doing okay there. We have a lot of NFL players who live here. 
True. Yeah, but none yeah. of them came from, you know, Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. We even had that linebacker. Who was it? The Manti Teo, the guy with the Man- fake girlfriend. Right? <laughs> what do you think about that? that the he, fake girlfriend. Well, thing? With, with him getting catfished like that. Oh, I think it's sad. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think a lot of people are they're just desperate, and then people get you know they, they they just fall in love with the wrong people. I think it's very easy to fall in love online. Actually, uh-huh. I mean, people keep laughing at it, but you know, with me running my wedding company, mm-hmm. a lot of my couples like. They never met each other. Like I think about twenty, thirty percent of them never met each other oh, before, really? before they met on person. They're like they fell in love online just through chatting. Oh, and, and then I, they meet up here. And they meet no, they no they well <laughs> I had I had one couple who actually had met up here for the first time. Wow. And they got married down here like maybe about three days after they met each other. Wow. And I was thinking That's well, amazing. Yeah, this is a bad idea. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it is a really bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> so hey, you should do like an update thing with them. Like, okay, you know, what's your guys' relationship now after um, meeting each other? It's it's so crazy. <laughs> like, you know, when I first first like opened my wedding company uh-huh. i thought uh, i was like wow i must be a really good wedding wedding guy because like mm-hmm. anybody who married through me never got a divorce oh, right good. never got a divorce yeah. right and then after i'm in the business for about 10 years about half of them got a divorce oh yeah, yeah. so it runs it goes back into, into the statistics that you know oh, half of all sad. marriages fail mm-hmm. and everything but they fail for all different reasons it has mm-hmm. nothing to do with statistics mm-hmm. i think a lot of people are just getting married too quick mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. a lot of military people I think people, you know, the thing about marriage, I think it's yeah. it's a lot of insecurity. Like when when people get married too quickly, maybe there's something like insecure about them. Like they they're doing it for the wrong reasons, like taxes, or they're doing it because yeah. they um, they feel lonely, which I think is a is an unhealthy thing. So you know? how old are you, Gav? Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Yeah. And when did you get married? Twenty three. Twenty three. Yeah. Twenty three. Twenty three. Yep. That is a. Can we uh, get into that story there, like that? So yeah. Talk, we we kind of jump cut to like meal marriage and all that kind of stuff. That's pretty interesting, right there. So we'll put the NFL to the side now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what, what's great? So yeah. so Kelsey, my wife now, is yeah. actually my first girlfriend. Okay. Um, and, wow. And before then, I was. Um, you know, if people knew me in the past. I was kind of a party goer too. Really? You know, after um, after high school, I was like, you know, screw it. I want to I want to go and you know explore and stuff like that. So yeah, I used to go a lot of clubs and stuff like that and Ooh. and meet people. But I never had a, like an actual girlfriend because yeah. like for some reason maybe I wasn't feeling it or I didn't I didn't jive with certain people and then like like I felt like I had to change myself a little bit. To, to cater to somebody else maybe that's a peace keeper kind of thing but like <laughs> definitely is but then like um later on i think when i was like 22 i kind of just realized like man maybe i'm just doing this the wrong way i should just be comfortable and like really build myself instead and that's what i did all in high school i was someone who tried to challenge myself and build myself up build my confidence and i was like i gotta have to do that again so you know when i was 22 i just decided to build my myself and you know do different things and become a better person and then in turn i would i kelsey and i were friends first of all we mm-hmm. when we were um and i remember i got a job i got a full-time job at a um, drug rehab clinic uh actually i worked for the um the the company that was contracting with them called exotox laboratory yes and um but anyway the drug rehab clinic was looking for a receptionist and i was i reached out to kelsey i was like hey do you do you want a job you know and she was looking for full-time employment and she decided to work 
there. So we weren't working at the same company, but we were working at the same place. Mm -hmm. And um, from there, we just became really good friends and we started hanging out a lot more. And then, then we started dating, you know, and well, that's uh, how it should happen. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the transition from that was, you know, it's crazy. Like, like my friends will ask me for like relationship advice and they tell me like, oh, you know what? That whole like boyfriend, girlfriend dynamic, it, was it complicated? And I said, no, it wasn't complicated because I think the difference with that is uh, from from being really good friends to, to that was that we're kissing or, we're, you know, we're, we're becoming more intimate. But other than that, we, we like the same things. We don't have to change what we're doing. You know what I mean? You, don't you, you know, you seem, you two seem, not even seem, like from my observation, are just a really good match oh, thank together. You. I mean, mm -hmm. you guys very, you guys don't think alike. Yeah. But at the same time, <laughs> you're okay with thinking differently, mm -hmm. right? Yes. And you know, and you can communicate really, really well. At least in front of me, the mm -hmm. way I see it. Right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I see couples all the time, and uh, you know, a lot of times they're, they're getting married and they have no idea how to communicate with each other, mm -hmm. and it's horrible because you can kind of see that they're gonna, you know, get a divorce very very soon right mm. after this marriage that we do because <laughs> yeah, <yeah. laughs> you, know, you do a wedding it's like very very stressful and, yeah. it, and you're thinking wow they have no idea how to communicate really uh -huh. well i mean it's not good but then um you folks can, can communicate really really well now kelsey she identifies herself as a type four yeah <laughs> i still have a real big problem with that <laughs> <laughs> well, she doesn't know if she's a type four. So that's a type four trait right there. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so like you know, type four is, the, is like you know. I mean, to me, I think you know, out of all the personality types out there, they're the, they're the least type of person like I wouldn't want to even be a friend with. To be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, because they're they're so like you know. Like, I mean, not, I have a lot of friends mm -hmm. who are artistic who are type four, but they're mm -hmm. always searching for an identity and mm -hmm. they're like, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. this, they're this, they're that, they like this, they're like that. And mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't see that in Kelsey. Like, I mean, she, she must hide it really, really well. Mm -hmm. um, but she seems so healthy, like a healthy, healthy. I keep telling you, you're like the healthiest type four I know. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you are a type four. So, so uh, what do you think she is then? Huh. If you had to, if you had to think about it. It's hard to say. Like, I mean, I would say she's probably. She seems to be more like a type seven or even a type two, like you know. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, well, maybe a, a type two. Yeah, a type two because she's so generous and helpful and everything, but she doesn't hold that string to her like generosity. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, the way you can you kind of analyze what type of like you know person they are in the enneagram is taking a look how they are under distress. Mm -hmm. So how what are they doing when they're like pissed off when they're conflicted? Mm -hmm. And a type four is like so conflicted all the time, mm -hmm. especially about themselves. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean that because she's, like, I, I have a feeling that because she thinks she has, you know, she's chasing so many careers. I want to be a screenwriter, an actress, and all these different types of things. Mm -hmm. I don't know where my place is yet. Mm -hmm. But you could think that on any type of personality. Mm -hmm. I mean, every single person, when we're all growing up, especially when we're, when we're in our 20s, we're thinking, okay, where will I be in this, in this world mm -hmm. and all that, right? Mm -hmm. It's only until, like, you're in your 40s do mm -hmm. you actually kind of figure that out, mm -hmm. right? So she's kind of like, you know... I mean, I feel that she's on her way to, you know, figuring that out. But mm -hmm. until, but that's not like, you know, she's not trying to find like a real true identity. Mm -hmm. You know, she's not going through an identity crisis. Like, oh, I'm Kelsey one day and I'm a different person the next day. <laughs> I, address me by from this different name. Yeah. You know, I, I'm walking around like, oh, what is, why am I here? Mm -hmm. Why? Why? I'm yeah. going to write a poem about it. You know, I'm going to dye my hair pink. It's and called why. Yeah, it's yeah. called why. Why am I pink? I hate pink. 
I'm going to be blue, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right? I'm uh, so blue today. I'll say, yeah. I agree that she's a type 7. Yeah. And, 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 you know, when I first met her, she was very adventurous with, like, what she wanted to pursue. And, yeah. and like, um, you know, like, I want to go here or, you know, I want to try this. I want to try that. Yeah. You know? And then, like, the thing about type 7s, they, 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 try, they try to avoid, like, conflict. Conflict. Right? Yeah. Right. So in a way, I feel like she is a type seven. In yeah, the, that's in what I, that's what I feel she is too. Like that, you know, that, that that's seven because she's trying to do all these different types yeah. of things and not settling down on something. Yeah, you know, she's not traveling like my other friend. Like that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, the way yeah, she yeah. does it, I'm just gonna get out of get out of the, the country. You know, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, Kelsey's been itching to travel. Yeah, see, there you go. Which is <laughs> there you go. Which is crazy because like I I'm perfectly fine. I mean, I would love to travel to Vegas and stuff. Yeah, like that, but like I'm pretty but she probably wants to travel like you know exotic places yeah and yeah, yeah, things, yeah right and she's not traveling mm -hmm. because she has to find herself yeah. like 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 a type four would say i need to travel to this country to like oh to it's just calling me to, yeah, to discover <laughs> yeah. like that like lexi my makeup artist right uh -huh. she'll go to brazil it's like my soul craves this place yeah, and yeah. all that right <laughs> you know i find meaning in that country like mm -hmm. whoa really like mm -hmm. that right that's not Kelsey. Kelsey's like, oh, I think it'll be cool. Yeah. Like, what other reason? Like, oh, it's going to be awesome. You know yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Right? Exactly. <laughs> Wouldn't it be neat? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Everything. Or, or maybe yeah. she'll find inspiration from it or something. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? but, so it's... But not meaning. It's yeah. not... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So in that in that sense, yeah, yeah, I believe she is a type 7. Yeah. Because I was thinking about it. You know, in some ways, I have type 7 type of things, but I'm not someone who avoids conflict. Yeah. In, in a way. Yeah. Um, that could be because of my past yeah. and how I attacked the challenge or something. Well, even back then when you were younger, you were like, you know, you, you said you were like kind of very reserved and you had to break out. Yeah. So you're a peacekeeper who's healthy, mm. you know. So, so a peacekeeper, when they, the, the only thing they need to do is like break out of their shell because mm -hmm. they just stay stagnant all the time. Yeah. You don't have to cower. Mm -hmm. And that's your thing. It's like, oh, I just, okay, I'm happy with the way that things are. Mm -hmm. But that's a good thing. I mean, they're the, they're the, out of all personality types, they're like the best Mm. Uh, and that's why you can, you can kind of probably deal with the type seven or, or like there, but type four would really test you. <laughs> you know, you'd be like, "What?" You know? Yeah. You know, you, you know the thing about um, yeah. what what really gets people is like when I when I tell them back then I used, so one story I, I tell sometimes is that um, when I was growing up I actually had to take speech therapy really because I was um, you know I was afraid of being wrong in, in mm. certain things they said. Because, like, I remember um, there was, like, one, one traumatic thing. It wasn't that traumatic. But I remember I, I was was not asked, but there was someone behind me that was asked to be part of the, this, like, honors, like, lunch and stuff like yeah. that. And I thought the teacher was asking me. And I, I was like, oh, me? And she was nodding, even though she was nodding for the person in the back oh. of me. And then I ended up there. And then she's like, oh, sorry, I wasn't talking to you. I'm trying, I'm doing the Cliff Notes version of the story. <laughs> and then I remember I was uh, cried. I cried. This is, how old were you? <sighs> Kindergarten. So oh, was, okay. Wow. It um, affected you from way back then. Yeah, yeah, it affected me from way back then. So, like, from then on, I was kind of afraid to speak out and say stuff because I didn't want to say something incorrect or I didn't want to say something that was... Um, that was politically or or just wrong in general. So then I took they, they had me take speech therapy because they thought I didn't know what to say or they, they didn't know if I knew how to talk. Which I was like, yeah, I I know what a cow is. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Or I know what a chicken. They would say, you know what this is, and they're like, it's a chicken. I know it's a chicken. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. But they really um, diagnosed you wrong there. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, they thought you were kind of mentally not mentally incapable of knowing what a cow or right, chicken was. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Well, you, you knew you just didn't want to say it, right? I mean, it was nice because it was an air conditioned room, and, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, taking me out of class, that's fine. You know, I'll take it." You know. Yeah. But um, yeah, that that kind of going back to that uh, the enneagram, yeah, that's. That's, that's typical peacekeeper right there. Yeah, like, you yeah. Know, right there, you cower like that very easily. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, for me, the reformer would just get pissed off. You're like, <laughs> what? Or the challenger will also get pissed off. The mm. ones in the eights are very, very similar to each other. Uh, like, uh-huh. the, you know, the the one just doesn't break the law as much. Uh-huh. That's the only difference. Mm-hmm. You know, the eight mm-hmm. is like, the eight is like Keone. You know, like the eight, the eight, <laughs> the eight is like typically a Keone. Oh, there's the line. Let's step over it. You should dress up as Wolverine. Yeah. yeah. Keone, if you're listening, dress yeah. up as Wolverine. Yeah, for, yeah. You know? yeah, you should. Look at that, you know. But most of your great characters are type 8s. Mm. You know, when you write scripts and all that. I mean, they're all, they're really, really good. They're alpha males, right? Yeah. Alpha male type 8, Deadpool, Wolverine, mm-hmm. you know, John McClane. Yeah, John McClane. John McClane, right? You know, Definitely. Rambo. Rambo, everyone, right? Yeah, John you know? Wick, you know. Yeah, John Wick, um, Maverick, right? Uh-huh. Maverick, typical, is type 8, right? Oh, really? Yeah, Maverick. Oh, oh, that's right. I didn't watch it. Oh, I didn't watch it yet. Oh, you did. Okay. Gavin and his wife are the only two people <laughs> in the world who has not seen Top Gun. <laughs> not yet. I have no, like, how do you go through life without knowing, not seeing Top Gun? I don't know. I, I remember, like, I've never seen clips of it, but I never watched the whole movie, though. Oh, my God. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix now. It's on, there's no excuse. It's on my, it's on my, my queue. It's you know number I mean? one. It should be on number one. <laughs> I've been watching The Flash. That's what I've been okay. watching. Okay, yeah, but that's a you, you, hold on. you can't binge on The Flash right now because that's like it's a long season. It's a long <laughs> it's, season. It's, like, it's still going. It's, it's it's forever. It's gonna go on forever. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, like Flash is really good. Mm-hmm. Flash is written really well. The mm-hmm. Arrow's written really well. Yeah. Um, it's funny. The DC TV shows are written really, really well. Mm-hmm. That Flash is actually a better Flash than the one in the movies. I agree. It's, it's, yeah. And the actor is way better than yeah. the one in the movie. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I mean, oh my god, like that. Like, I mean, I wish they would have had take that, that, that. Um, what do you call like actor instead? Uh-huh. I, I think there may be something going on uh-huh. because uh, I think the the new I think well, DC Ez- stuff. Well, Ezra Miller got in trouble. That's anyway. the reason why. Yeah. And then I heard through, there's through some other people I know that they're going through some rewrites right now. Okay. And there's a multiverse type of thing out there. And this Flash, mm. the, this um, they do consider the Flash you see on TV mm-hmm. canon to the DC universe. That's true because they did. Uh, there was an episode I heard that they they crossed paths. Yep. And they talked to each other. Yeah. And I was like, that's pretty crazy because then that means the Arrowverse is, is yep. a real thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, the Arrowverse is real. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna and the whole Batman thing. They made the, the now they're bringing back um, Michael Keaton as Batman. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. So they're yeah. So they're bringing back. I think the best Batman there ever was, mm. and all that. And then yeah. So they're gonna then they're gonna oh, like Michael uh, Keaton was great. And then Ben Affleck mm-hmm. is gonna be exiting stage right. Mm. Yeah. You know, honestly, that works out because they're. I mean, with the multiverse and everything, they can have all those different Batmans. Honestly, they could probably put them in one movie if they wanted to. Well, like they did with um, Spider Man. Yeah. Oh, did you watch Spider Man? I yet? did. I did watch the Spider-Man. last one, right? Yeah. yeah. That's what they did with them, right? And they blended it pretty well together. They did. You know, they, they could do exactly that. They, they can get Val Kilmer. They can get um, George Clooney. Well, you know what I mean? Not Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer's messed up now. Oh, really? Yeah, like throat cancer. Oh. Yeah, that's why he's not even in Top Gun right now. Uh, he can barely talk. Terrible. I mean, he is like, he's not doing good. Oh. Uh, yeah. 
And I think it's terrible. I think the guy in the coffin mm. is going to be Val Kilmer in, in Top Gun Two, because the, 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 okay. the, the, the preview has has someone in a coffin. Okay. Someone dies again, and I think it's Iceman. Oh, you, oh, you, you don't know who Iceman is. No, yeah. no. Oh, I can't. Even, how can I talk Top Gun to you? It's so <laughs> weird. I didn't see. I didn't even know Val Kilmer was in Top Gun. Oh well, yeah. Then I would have. Oh. Then, then when I see it, then I'm gonna go. There he is. You're going <laughs> to see, like, it's a very simple written script, but it's mm. so good. Mm. And the story behind of it was that, um, you know, they didn't think it was going to be a big thing. Really? They really didn't think oh, okay. it was going to be, be a big thing. Mm. But the really cool thing in there is that um, the pilots that are, that are in there, mm-hmm. um, they're in the backseat of all these Tomcats, right? But they're pretending to be the pilot when they're okay. shooting it. Yeah. But then um, you're... They're actually shooting it while they're flying in the planes. Really? So the G's you see on oh, their face neat. and all that, it's yeah. like, oh, like that. It's really bad. You know, I mean, <laughs> you, you, you can see the G's that be pulling on their face. Uh-huh. So the same thing applies to like the new Top Gun. Mm. So in fact, uh, Tom Cruise has actually flown, flown some of those planes. Wow. Yeah, I'll watch Top Gun soon. Yeah, it's on my queue, you know. You know, with with the flash and everything, I mean, I still gotta get through that. We'll see. You're gonna get through the flash first before you go to Top Gun. We'll see. We'll see. I I try to intertwine it, but we just got to season four, so you know. Oh my god! <laughs> There's like a, what five or six seasons? There's like six, eight. Eight. Oh, well, the the eighth one's on TV. <laughs> oh, but I don't have cable, so I'm gonna have to wait for that. One. Oh my god! <laughs> Top Gun, like Top Gun's gonna go off Netflix pretty soon. Really? Yeah. They only put it on. Oh, I see. So you have to watch. It's only an hour and a half of your life. Like, bump it up in the queue. Okay, okay. Bump it up in the queue, just for me. Like that, right? And then I'll give you some barbecue. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can watch it during barbecue. Yeah, yeah. I'll watch it again. Yeah. Top Gun is one of those movies where you can watch like three, four times. Uh, it's that great. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, you have, okay, Flash is here and the Top Gun is here. <laughs> it's at the top. It's at the top. It's just above <laughs> like that, right? You know? Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Have you seen? So you saw Spider Man, mm-hmm. um, Batman. I saw the Batman. You saw the new Batman. Oh, okay, you saw the new Batman. <laughs> I did. Okay, your opinion on that one? Ooh, the Batman. It's kind of like Tua. It's like a big disappointment. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean the thing about the Batman, right? And I, I saw it coming. Kind of like Tua. I saw it coming. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> big disappointments, both of them. But uh, with the Batman, they they had. You know the thing about DC, they're really good. Like DC movies, they're really good about their their casting, I think. But their execution, I feel like, is is really lackluster in some of their movies. For the Batman, the problem with it was their casting was okay. It, it was just really lackluster all around. You know what I mean? Certain characters I feel like they should have built off the Penguin a little a little bit more. Uh, they they wanted to put in this whole Falcone thing, which Honestly, it it got me lost because I was like, okay, finally the Batman kind of won, but then he kind of lost because then all of a sudden here comes the Riddler, and I, I, like during that that time period, I was actually falling asleep because <laughs> yeah. I, I thought this was boring. I was like, I don't even care about Falcone. Where's yeah, the Riddler? I, I almost like fell asleep during that movie. Yeah, it was kind of boring and all it, that. It was boring, yeah. and then like with Batman being the detective, they wanted him to be more of the detective. Honestly, he didn't seem like he would, he knew what to solve anything. He didn't know he was horrible at he, being a detective. He, he didn't even know how to problem solve. Yeah, most of the he time. knew how to problem solve these riddles, right? Right. He was really good at riddle solving. Yeah, not detective solving. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the whole Gotham it got like you know the riddle kind of got what he wanted, right? Yeah. He, he played the Batman, and the Batman didn't even see it coming. You're like, mm-hmm. 
what? No, Batman is supposed to see it coming. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? And it's, it seems as though there were... That movie could have ended a lot earlier. Yeah. And then with you, it would, if it would end with Batman on top, then it would be fine. But then, mm-hmm. no, it, it turned into like an emo type of Batman. Yeah, know, and, and the thing about the Batman, like Bruce Wayne, you know, he's supposed to pay, play this, you know, multimillionaire, this this <clears throat> real, he's like a seven in a way. Seven or I mean? three. Or, like or three. Yeah, three, yeah. And, <clears throat> and kind of this guy, kind yeah. of like... Uh, the way Christian Bale portrayed him in yeah yeah he played him as a three like yeah, that, yeah you know but like he really played him like kind of like a teenager in, in yeah. the Batman yeah the four like, this real yeah <laughs> this, I'm four guy you know this four Batman yeah right? yeah type four which I mean it could work because it's a multiverse kind of Batman. oh my god yeah it's like, again another character like the am I Batman yeah what is my place in this Gotham universe <laughs> he, sm- he smiled <laughs> yeah, once yeah, he smiled yeah. with Alfred once yeah, yeah. I didn't even like Andy Serkis as Alfred honestly I thought. I thought um, the the Christopher Nolan Alfred. I thought it was the best Alfred. The best Alfred is on HBO Max. Really? Oh, the, the Penny, I still haven't seen that. Oh my God, that is it. Now that's gonna stay on there. So you can kind of wait for that. Okay. One. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 I can watch that one after. That one, like, it got me thinking. Like, and they even said it's canon. Mm. So it's like, man, like Alfred, he's the most badass out of the whole DC universe because mm-hmm. that he just goes up to people and just kills them. Mm-hmm. If you don't like you, like Alfred will kill you. Yeah, yeah. Like Alfred is like, holy crap! Like, Alfred's a badass, man. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I mean, he, he he murdered so many people in cold blood. Really, in, in that show? Yeah, like flat. Oh, I gotta see this. Flat. Yeah. I mean, and it's bloody too, man. I mean, oh. They show everything. He just walks up with a shotgun and blows the guy right in the head, <laughs> and the guy's head is, and you see the guts. Oh, really? Yeah, and the guy's blood, and he oh, has no, awesome. he has no, <laughs> he has no remorse, and it's from the very beginning. Wow. You don't, you don't have to wait for anything because Alfred is just like. Okay, I don't care. You know, I don't care. I, you have to watch it on like um, subtitles, though, for me. Oh, because okay. they have that English Cockney type of it's very strong oh. type of English accent, mm-hmm. and I can't like understand it for the hell of it. Oh, it's like me. Peaky Blinders. Like yeah. Peaky Blinders without captions, I can't. I can't watch that show. Yeah, I don't know what they're saying. And you're at speaking all. English. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's a whole, <laughs> the whole different type of language. Yeah, yeah, it's like Spanglish in a way. Yeah, when, when I when I get those wedding couples, they have they're from U, the UK, heavy, heavy English Cockney. Oh, it's like, what? man. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's gibberish in a way. Yeah, it's, it is. It's so it's so like I don't know what you call that. It's 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 just really hard. So to you watch the new Batman on HBO Max? I saw it in the theaters. Oh, oh, you wasted money on that one. I yeah. did waste money. Yeah, it's on HBO Max right now. I can't believe it. Yeah, HBO yeah. I'm, I'm still not gonna watch it. <laughs> so, so what do you think was better, the Batman or Batman vs Superman? Oh, Batman vs Superman was way better. Really? So Batman vs Superman. Um, it's actually a very good movie. When you buy it, you get the extended cut. Uh, see, the I extended, didn't see this thing oh, yeah, extended. It's, it's excellent. Uh, it's actually a really good movie. Yeah, when I, I, I was all into the Batman Superman thing when it mm-hmm. first like came out. Mm-hmm. Then I saw it. I'm like, this is boring. Like, yeah. this is horrible. <laughs> like, this is a horrible movie. I, I was the only one in the theater to laugh yeah. when they did the, the Martha. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I was, I was cracking up. Like there was like at least a full theater, and yeah. I was cracking up in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> and they did that. <laughs> it's just, oh yeah. <laughs> what a coincidence. Yeah, both Martha. You yeah, know? Martha. Like, really? <laughs> you went there. <laughs> so, so with the extended cut, do they do they play off of that better, or is it? No, that's still there. <laughs> it's still there. It's probably even worse. It's probably like five or ten more Marthas in there. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, you, you may not like it. Oh then. no, all fours then. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but at least. 
that Superman and that Batman is still canon to their actual, like, you know, um, like their character. Oh, type. their characters. Yeah, so mm. Batman, like, for me, the way I interpret Batman is a, type, a really unhealthy type one. Mm-hmm. You know, Law and Order, right. you know, reformist and yeah. all that. They're really dark mm-hmm. and all that. But when he plays, like, Bruce Wayne, he's a type three. Mm-hmm. But it's all fake, right? Mm-hmm. And then Superman's a typically a type two. Right. Yeah, t- really, really almost like to a flaw, mm-hmm. right? But he doesn't pull on a string a lot of times. But you see him kind of, like, when in this Superman, he pulls on a string. Mm. You know, he says, you know, all the things that I've done for this world and everything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, what have you done for me? Mm-hmm. And then I think there is an alternative universe where Lewis, uh, I think the Joker, yeah, kills, kills Lewis, Lewis Lane. The Injustice. Na- the Injustice, yeah, thing. And then he really pulls on that string and just wants, goes full on nuts. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, I did all of this, and you kill my girlfriend like that. Oh, you guys are gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. in that one, he, like I think in that that universe, he kills like Shazam. Everyone, kills, like he he, kills, I think, yeah, goes after everybody. Yeah, yeah. Um, but That's yeah, HBO Max. Yeah. You have HBO Max? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff on there. Yeah, there's there's um, I I still gotta see the one with John Cena. I forgot which one is that one. Oh, um, the. Shoot, what is that? The one with the Suicide Squad, right? Yeah. I, I the Peacemaker. Think, yeah, Peacemaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's not really a Peacemaker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, not a Type 9. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's a Type 8. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah which is so funny. <laughs> the way he said he'll kill every single like person out there like that in, in order to attain every every man, woman, and child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, 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 to get peace if you needed to or something yeah, like that, yeah, right? Yeah. It's kind of funny. <laughs> He, yeah. In some ways, he kind of has a, a one type of personality as well. Actually. Yeah, it's really type of one, but it's more like that's, you know the ones in the eights are like so it's so close, it's so close. Yeah, because they're all about justice, mm-hmm. right? But with 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 John Cena's one, yeah, I agree. He's an eight because the, the rules don't apply. to The him. rules don't apply to him. Yeah. Like that. I mean, he, he's hanging out with murderers and everything. Right. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's a that's a really good Peacemaker's really good. Yeah, I I need to see it. You I, ever saw one episode? I didn't see one episode yet. Oh, that's really... It's better than Suicide Squad. Okay, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Suicide I, Squad, number one and two sucked. Did you see the second one? I didn't I didn't see... Oh, no, I did see the second one. Yeah. The, one I, the, the starfish. At the, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, I was like... I mean, I was just... I thought the first one was better than the second one. Oh, really? Yeah. because the second one... They're kind of even. Yeah, and that's almost an insult because the first one's not that good. Yeah, the, the first one's not that good. And then James Gunn is supposed to be the second one, right? Yeah. James Gunn, and you're like, wow. And then... You know, I hate it when they, you know, the trailers, mm. they never talk about the actual movie mm. like what the movie's about. They talk about how great it was to make the movie. Mm-hmm. And that's what they were doing mm-hmm. for Suicide Squad 2. Mm. Like how great it was and how fun it was to work on it. Mm-hmm. Like they're doing the Oprah thing when Oprah, yeah. like, you know, the, the, a wrinkle in time or something. Yeah. And they all talked about this is such that a was great a terrible movie. Man. Yeah, it was such a great movie and it's so great. And I was like, what? Do you have Disney Plus? Yeah, I do. So did you watch that Beyonce music video? No. Beyonce, it's a, that's the worst that. movie I've ever seen in my life. Really? Yeah, I have no idea. Oh, really? You, okay, the test is like how long can you watch that without throwing up or something? Or like, <laughs> it's like so bad. It is so bad. I mean, you watch like thirty seconds, you're like, what the frick is this? Yeah, it's so abstract. Oh. See, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like when people do that. Yeah. You know? and, and you're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> What's the purpose of this? So so going on to Disney Plus, what what do you think about Moon Knight so far? I never saw any of it yet. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Is it, it good? It's, Is it good? It's a gr- I think it's really good. Yeah. I feel like it's you know, the I, I have kind of a mixed opinion with episode two, but episode one was great. 
Oh yeah. Actually, okay. the last one just the last episode just came out yesterday. So yeah, I didn't even see episode three yet. But oh, okay. But episode two was 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 interesting because uh, well, I, you should watch it first. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Me. I mean, it's okay to tell me like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay like that. I mean, I was like, I liked almost everything that came out recently of the, the TV shows uh-huh. except for what was it? The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, okay, one. I agree. That was yeah. horrible at the last <laughs> end. I mean, I was kind of into it until the last episode, mm. and then I didn't even finish it. Yeah, the last episode was weird. Yeah. yeah I didn't like that Yeah, I, I checked out before, and then I canceled my Disney+. Plus. <laughs> so I'm, I'm actually using um, Keith's, uh, what do you call it, Disney+. Plus oh, okay. Now. Yeah. So I'm kind of a hypocrite. What, what do you think about uh, Loki? That was Loki good. Series. That was really good. That was incredible. Yeah. Loki, um, the WandaVision was, I loved the WandaVision. Yeah, WandaVision was really good. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Hawkeye, that one, that mm-hmm. was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, got a little woke, you know, a little, little yeah. on the woke side, <laughs> you know. And then... Um, I didn't realize, so like, um, so like Owen Wilson and then uh, Tom Hiddleton. Yeah. I didn't realize that was the, that was uh, like, I, I didn't know they acted together before. They another did? Movie. Yeah, there was another movie. We just passed by it on Netflix. Like... Uh, like yesterday, and then I saw a trailer, and they were they were in the same movie. I forgot what it was called. I'll let you know when I figure it that, out. That that Loki guy, that guy, guy who plays Loki. Yeah. Like um, when he doesn't look like Loki, it's hard to recognize him. It's true. Yeah. 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 He was in Godzilla, I think. Yeah, that's yeah. right. He looked a little tan. Yeah, actually. and then I said, "That's Loki." I told my mom, "That's Loki," and she's like, "What?" <laughs> you know? He has blonde hair, yeah. right? You know, and it's like you. I mean, he just doesn't look like Loki. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What do, you, what do you think about movies these days? Do you think, like... So, so I have this argument with movies how um, a lot of people are trying to revamp certain series. Or yeah. they're trying to build sequels off of characters that were already, like, portrayed in a, in a great light. Yeah. There, there was a... Um, I'm thinking like Indiana Jones, for instance, right? Crystal oh, Skulls. Yeah. Right? I didn't like that movie. But the yeah. thing about it was... Um, they're trying to build off of the storyline to a direction where they kind of lose track of the original, like what the magic of the original series. So, um, and I think a lot of movies are doing that, but then there's not a lot of like, like movies that are original, you know. So, what do, what do you think about films these days? Well, originality has gone completely out of the window. I mean, all yeah, movies are kind true. of agenda driven now, which mm. is horrible. So, and uh, all the great movies, you know, are kind of in the, in the, in the independent sphere. Mm-hmm. So you're going to see them like, uh, like the things that Amazon has produced or Netflix mm-hmm. has produced, you know, away from the studio system. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate it when studios like have revamped everything. Mm-hmm. Like say, for example, we have Hawaii Five, not Hawaii Five, Magnum. Mm-hmm. And they turn Magnum, so we're used to seeing Magnum as Tom Selleck. Yeah, yeah. And you take that character, he's a very tall white guy and all that i never seen the new one and the new guy he's like a little short like kind of <laughs> hispanic guy i don't i don't know if yeah, he's not white right okay yeah he's short like five six maybe five okay. seven right and he's not alpha male right i mean tom Selleck was so mad yeah people don't understand tom Selleck is so manly he can wear like these daisy duke shorts <laughs> yeah. and he's still manly you're like whoa that's a man yeah you know like that you know george michael couldn't pull it off you see uh-huh. him in the wham videos you're yeah like, yeah you're like oh that guy's kind of gay you know like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but tom Selleck with that mustache you're like oh all right, you know, yeah. he can wear Daisy Dukes anytime, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then you have Higgins is a girl. So oh, Higgins okay. is a girl. So you took like, and then Magnum, I think oh, has, some feeling for Hig- has some feelings <laughs> for Higgins. Like, 
not only is Higgins a girl, you're like making him fall in love with Higgins. You're like, come on. Wait, what? <laughs> like, what? Like, you know, like, oh my God. So, so it doesn't like, make any sense. Yeah, it's horrible, you know? So, so you, you're taking it, the characters, you're, you're ruining them. Yeah. You know, and then it, like, if you're like a purist, right? And you look, you watch it, mm-hmm. you're like, what are you doing? And it's still a good show, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, the writing in there is good, the action, the directing, everything. Mm-hmm. Just make it new, make it new characters. Mm. They're so scared that nobody's gonna follow them. No one's gonna, like, initially, mm. they're not gonna get that jump. Like, they're mm-hmm. not gonna be, I mean, just make it a detective movie with a really interesting premise mm-hmm. here in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. People will follow it because it's in Hawaii. Yeah. You know, you can do True. that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have to take Magnum or Hawaii 5 or, all of these other things are just rehash it. Yeah. Know? So, I mean... And it, it created create a different yeah. character out of them. I mean, how many times did they kind of reboot Spider-Man at one time, and, right? And how many times <laughs> they had reboot Batman? And mm-hmm. I thank God they didn't reboot this one, but they made it crappier, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> right? So, yeah. So, I, I just don't like it. And or so, even Star Wars. Star Wars is another thing. Star Wars is horrible. Yeah. It's all about agenda now. Yeah. Okay, now, so your wife's really into Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. So were you into Star Wars before... Are you into Star Wars right now? I'm not really, you know, honestly, I'm not really into Star Wars. Like, I'm not like a big, like, I just watch the movies. Yeah. And then, like, I'll watch the shows because she watched the shows. So we'll yeah. just watch it together. Yeah. But I'm not like someone who studies it and everything. But then I understand certain things that make a movie look good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you were a critic of her script last time, last week. Yeah. yeah. You know, that was really good. Even even her other scripts. She has other scripts too. Yeah. And then, like, I, I'll try to give critiques. But then, like, before the Enneagram, actually, now I look at it as someone who's looking at it with the Enneagram eyes. Yeah. So then I'm like, okay, now we got to we gotta figure out different characters and different things now. So. You know, what? I was telling her, the better she learns about the Enneagram, the better of a writer she is. Because mm. people don't realize, so now when you start writing in the very beginning, right, mm-hmm. uh, you're trying to imagine scenarios, dream up, dream up scenarios of what would happen. Mm-hmm. And this is all in your head. Mm-hmm. And it's not honest to the, what the characters are doing, mm. you know. So now, once you start understanding these nine different types of character types, mm-hmm. now you know what they would do. Mm. It doesn't matter what the name is on there. You put them in different scenarios that yeah, challenge themselves. Yeah, the challenges, and yeah. then the the story writes itself. You just have to document it, mm. and then document it and tell what you see in your brain, what's what should be going on, mm-hmm. and make sure what you see is what the other person who understands the Enneagram. Now, the audience won't never understand the Enneagram because they're not required to, right? Mm-hmm. But you, Kelsey, myself, you know, Keith, and all mm-hmm. these other people who are, you know, um, you guys aren't writers, but then because you guys understand it, you'll see that is, you know, canon to reality, canon mm-hmm. to the Enneagram, mm-hmm. and that's believable. And that's, mm-hmm. that's what you say, that's how you write an honest script. And the mm-hmm. only difference between a writer and you you is that you don't write what what's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, if Kelsey would literally just write it, you would just be the idea guy mm, mm-hmm. and you but you would say a seven wouldn't do this mm, right yeah. <laughs> you know and that's what it was back in the writer's table like mm. that back in, in california they'll say literally a seven won't do this guy you know mm. he's not a seven that's a two you're writing you know mm. like that you're like oh okay mm-hmm. write it like a two you know like mm-hmm. that right and that's a conversation we have now the new writers aren't like that Mm. New, the new writers are young guys out of these screenwriting colleges. I don't know. You can you can get a, like a screenwriting degree now. Okay. Yeah. And they'll say, oh, like, um, is that person gay like that? Or okay. is he transgender and all that kind of stuff? And we're, we're going to write them as this. And they all end up becoming force. 
Uh, you know, so because because there's oh, so because they're a mismatch of all these different yeah. ideas that they don't really know. Yeah, they, they don't really know what's happening. They don't no they don't take the time mm -hmm. to understand. They've learned format. Mm -hmm. They've learned you know um, commercial where, where to write commercial breaks, what a bumper is, all these different types mm -hmm. of things. But they didn't learn personality type, mm -hmm. which is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. It is the most important thing out there. Yeah. Yeah. Say, for example, you say you meet all these people out there, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. How am I going to transfer that view mm -hmm. onto screen? Well, you have to understand their character. Mm -hmm. Well, they'll just say, they'll just self-project themselves onto that person because they don't understand that person for mm -hmm. who they actually are. They'll mm -hmm. say, oh, that if I were in that person's, like, you know, uh, uh, I guess shoot. This is what this is what I would do, and mm -hmm. that's what I'll do. I'll write them like this, mm. and and it's kind of funny when they do that. You, you you kind of learn more about the writer than you do about the character mm. because they're mm -hmm. just writing about themselves right. all, all the time. They're projecting yeah. their personality into their. You'll character. find that most people, when they lie or like they, they give you advice, they're they're telling them they're telling you about themselves mm. because they're starting every thought. If I were you, mm. but you're not me, right? But mm -hmm. they're thinking like you know. If I were you, if I were did this, if I did that, you know. Mm -hmm. So any type. Oh, of, and then that's why they're creating fours because yeah. they're, they're they're saying like they're confused. About well, if that. I were you, yeah. you know what I mean. And then the, another goes with well, if I were you, yeah. then it's like one five, and then one three is telling this one. And then all writers are like most writers are fours, you know, like that. Most artists are fours, <laughs> yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, because yeah. because they're writing poetry, they don't really yeah. understand where their characters are going. Yeah, they, they're like lost themselves, like mm. that. Oh wow, he's always searching for an identity. No, not everyone's like you. Mm. There's actually people out there who are confident, right? Yeah, exactly. In themselves. So, but uh, but uh, I think it's really cool that you know, it, you and Kelsey, as a writing team, you can really help mm. her, like you know, get to that next level. Mm. You know, and uh, I kind of talked about it on my podcast. I'm mm. not sure if you heard, listened to my other podcast, mm -hmm. but I talked about our last writers meeting, yeah, and all yeah, that yeah. Kind of stuff. And you know, I'm really happy that you know she's like you know, you know, uh, she took my advice. Mm -hmm. Not many people take my advice. <laughs> yeah, and uh, but I think you two as a team, you know, you, you can take her career pretty far. Mm -hmm. um, well, what I was telling her is, you know, like um, critiques like that. It's it's a good thing because you took the time out of out of your day to 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 analyze her script and break it down and at the, i told her at the end of the day he, he thought it was really good yeah yeah it was, it was, it was good it was still really good it was, so it was good this is a way to really build that script and make it better and the, the funny thing about it is that a lot of times you can write something uh -huh. like keith will tell you this i'll write something right and we'll have a meeting like that mm -hmm. right and then i'll throw the whole damn thing out because mm. we came up with a better idea. Mm. Mm -hmm. So, so uh, you know, her stuff was like, it was okay. It was good, mm -hmm. like that, right? Mm -hmm. But then, you know, she should, like, you know, think about even, you know, chucking the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And then writing, you know, a whole new thing. I don't, don't have that fear of chucking the whole damn thing. Mm -hmm. Because whatever you're going to, the next thing you write, the next draft would be mm -hmm. even that much better. Mm -hmm. And that's the difference between a professional writer and, a, and an amateur writer. Mm -hmm. The amateur writer is so stuck to what they wrote before mm. where the professional writer says well i can do way better than this mm. <laughs> okay this gave me a start right and then it, they just they just build off the yeah, I, that and, idea that they just had yeah, and how we had that idea that uh -huh. you know maybe the, the captain of the stormtrooper was yeah. you, you know right around six here. yeah know, a good six a healthy and, six healthy six and all that right uh -huh. and then make make kasana like an unhealthy uh, two healthy two that would be that would be crazy you yeah know that, right and, uh -huh. you, and you throw the audience for that right mm -hmm. right there make the make that child you know that Kasana <laughs> no, no. Well, we, we make that child that Kasana that, that wants to 
help, help. right? Mm-hmm. That's the captain's, you know, daughter, and then mm-hmm. you got a you got a pretty crazy script right there. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and you don't have to like you can shoot it all in one set. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to have all these lasers going back and forth. And it could be a very dramatic piece, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, it could be very. Um financially uh hard as well you know yeah (laughs) yeah yeah when i was looking at that script by the way it's expensive to shoot Mm. yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you have to you would have to really create a set you know what i mean or cgi yeah a lot of sets a lot of sets a lot of sets because of the the flashbacks yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. you know 300 was shot around like we're all shot on a green screen right Uh But, but it was all shot around one rock Oh really? Yeah, one I didn't rock. know that. Yeah, that one rock they would actually shoot from different angles. Oh, okay. And so they'd be looking at this, standing on a rock, but it's one same rock. Oh. Yeah. So that, that's the most amazing. Oh, that's amazing neat. Thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I can imagine all those guys just around one yeah, rock. Yeah, yeah, just one rock and all that. <laughs> you know, it, um, I, I think I learned about it in the making of three hundred. You mm-hmm. know, so the, gone are the days of the old days where they built like complete sets mm, yeah mm-hmm. they just build portions mm. unless you're like shooting like the mandalorian where they have the led type of thing mm. did you see that mm-hmm. yeah i did see that that's mm-hmm. incredible mm-hmm. so, so that, yeah, that's really good but, but anyway gavin uh this was really really great yeah this might be your longest podcast <laughs> this one is yeah one of the longest podcasts and all that yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, this was great. Hey, thank you, Steve. I, I really appreciate you having me on. and um, Learned so much about you. Thank you. Uh, where can we find your podcast again? Uh, you can find well, you can find me on IG. I'm Kampai Sugai. That's K-A-M-P-A-I underscore S-U-G-A-I underscore 808. But if you want to find my YouTube, it's um, Kampai Sugai Podcast. Actually, you could just type in Kampai Sugai uh, Podcast, and then you'll find me. And Kampai means? Uh Cheers. Cheers in yeah. Japanese. So we actually have beverages too. We can come by right here as well. <laughs> yeah, just do, let's do that. Yeah. Even though we're not on video. Yeah, sure. Here, here we go. Oh, wait. Well, I got to. You got to open it there. Yeah. Come by. Come by. <laughs> All right, everyone, that's it for today. I had fun podcasting. If you like what you hear, please share my podcast. If you can't find me, look on your favorite podcast platform and look for BBQ2 Movies. That's BBQ T.O. Movies. Yeah, the T.O. is not the number two, by the way. It is T.O., like Terrell Owens. So that's BBQ2 Movies. Catch you around.